0: The place for pickable coverage in the UK and around the world. My name is Mark Mars. Thanks for tuning in. Now, these shows are available on both podcast format through your favourite podcast player and on YouTube. So just search for Pickable Addiction and you should be able to find them. So it's the day before the English Open, and I'm getting ready to go. Um, started packing my bags. The weather is absolutely terrible in the UK at the moment. It's at, been pouring down with rain it's what is it? It's August <clears throat> and for the last couple of weeks the weather's been absolutely terrible so I don't know what's happened to summer in this country it's just different to how it used to be but never mind good job the English Open is all indoors um, so we'll spend the next four days uh, indoors up in Telford so the English Open is being held at the Telford International Centre if you're not already aware There's 40 courts being installed by a US company called Pickleball United. So that's the same people who do the the courts for MLP um, and APP. Um, So they're both uh, tournaments uh, in the US, if you're not familiar with those. Um, So it really is like first class courts to play on. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to playing on courts that don't have other lines on it from badminton and things like that. So. It's going to be great fun playing on, you know, really pristine kind of clean courts. Um, just want to give a, you know a little bit more information about the tournament and uh, how it's how it's going and uh, well, what's what's actually going to happen on the day. Um, I know there's a lot of people, especially in the club that I play at, didn't have a clue that the uh, the the, um, the English Open was taking place. Um, just had absolutely. No idea that it even existed. I was speaking to some just last night at our club night and they didn't even know that there was an English Open. So um, I'm kind of aware that some of the people that might be watching this have absolutely no idea that this is happening. Whereas others will be fully, fully, fully understanding what's happening. So I thought I'd um, do a little introduction to the the English Open. What's going to happen over the course of the next few days and then I'm going to be recording a video diary um, every single day um, of the event. just so that people can get a flavour of what's what's going on and hopefully I can share uh, the experience with those people that, that can't make it. So <clears throat> the tournament this year has 1059 entrants um, from 34 countries which makes it the biggest uh, pickleball tournament in Europe. I don't know if it's even the biggest pickleball tournament outside the, the US, it may well be. Um, and that's more than double the number of entrants that uh, entered the uh, English Open last year. So you know you can see just from that just how quickly the the sport is growing now. Um, but that's incredible, uh, you know, um, to have that many entrants uh, play or playing over 40 courts. So I think it's to be quite a, quite a spectacle. Um, the competition officially starts on Friday, but the venues open actually from 5 p.m. tonight for recreational play. I'm going to be driving up first thing tomorrow um, so I can get some practice on, on the new service surface with the outdoor ball before the event starts. Uh, the event starts, as I say, on Friday officially uh, with, with singles. It's same-sex doubles on the Saturday and mixed doubles on the Sunday. And because I can't get enough pickleball, I've vented all three. Now, I've only played singles for four sets ever, so I don't really fancy my chances. And it's really exhausting, but I'm sure it's going to be fun anyway. But um. I figured, hey, you know, why not? <clears throat> now, when you enter the tournament, you have to kind of enter in an age bracket, but also in a skill bracket. So let me just uh, try and uh, to explain that a little bit. So there's, there's what five age brackets, which is the 18 plus, the 35 plus, the 50 plus, the 65 plus and the 70 plus. So you put yourself in that bracket and that's the easy one to work out. Um, but you also have to put yourself in a skill level uh, bracket. So in terms of the skill levels, there's 3.0, uh, 3.5, 5, 4.5 and 5 plus. So um, now that's a little more difficult to work out now because when I signed up for, for the English Open, I've been paying for three weeks. Um, so I entered myself in the 3.0 category. Now, I've no idea where I should be uh, in any of those. I mean, I've been playing a lot since I started six months ago. Um, but, you know, given I was brand new to the sport, it's in the most logical place to place myself at the time. And having spoken to my men's double partner, he mentioned to me that the rating system is a little bit all over the place because you have to kind of self-certify your own skill level, which makes things you know really difficult. Hopefully in the future, um, you know, there'll be increased adoption of the duper rating system that they use in the U.S. for tournaments and leagues, which will just make the understanding of our own rating like, much easier because all scores are logged and you kind of get a rating spat out to you at the end of that so hopefully that will you know alleviate some of this as we adopt the game as we kind of adopt this kind of these ranking systems in the future but right now it's kind of a best guess and there are some guidelines around best guess but I guess it's probably fair to say they're open to interpretation a little bit Um, but it should be a big mix of people because everybody doesn't really know how to rate themselves or most people um, that aside from the pros, don't really know how to rate themselves um, very, very accurately or very consistently. So my understanding is that there's people in all different uh, in all different brackets, um, up and down. Um, so it'll be interesting to see and hopefully in tournaments going forward, I'll probably get a better idea of kind of where my skill level lies. So I'm going to be in the 35 plus group. Sadly, I'm right at the top end of that 35 plus group. Um, not down the bottom end but it does mean in a few years I'll be able to get into the 50 50 plus group where I'll be the young and so um yeah I'm yeah looking forward to kind of whatever whatever happens there so I think um worth mentioning just how well organized the the event has been um I didn't uh, have uh, anybody to play in either men's or doubles I don't know anybody else Actually, that's not true now. I didn't know anybody else that was going to the English and I do know as of last night. So we have some players at our club that that their home club is um, a different club to the club that I attend. But they also attend our club uh, when they can. And a couple of those will be going up uh, also to Telford. But I didn't have any playing partners. I guess is the long and short of it, having only been playing for six months and as i've mentioned like most of our club don't even know that it exists i was also the youngest person in our club until um till recently um well i say till recently for the first couple of months i was the youngest person uh, and then um, we've got a very young like 23 year old chap who, who who plays now i think it's 23 or 25 something in, in that region um but last night we actually had um a mum and uh, who bought her kids as well uh to to the, and they're i think i think they were 14 and 16 so Um, Hopefully that's the first sign of some junior players kind of joining and entering the club They seem to all have a fantastic time. They've got a tennis background. So they were fantastic from from the word go Um, So yeah, hopefully we'll kind of see kind of more of them, but um Yeah, so trying to find someone my age as well as anybody that's going was kind of difficult, but um, I've been The the events so well organized they assign you a partner uh, if you don't have one. So I've been assigned a men's uh, partner Uh, uh, He's based in Sheffield um, and uh, a woman for the mixed doubles who's based in Northern Ireland. Now, I'm based in the south uh, of England, so that didn't really leave much opportunity for us to, like, get together and um, maybe have a couple of games before the day. But that doesn't really matter. I'm just really looking forward to meeting new people and spending four days just completely, you know, completely involved. And talking to people about pickleball nonstop, uh, you know, other people that kind of also love the game. So, you know, in addition to just the kind of, I guess, what you call like the the late the the normal folk that are attending, there are also a bunch of pros from the US that are attending. So, um, all of these players play in the MLP. If you're not familiar with the MLP, I've already referenced that earlier in the in the in this episode, um, but it's called Major League Pace Major League pickleball and um, it's a team-based um, competition in the US and maybe we'll cover that in a future episode exactly kind of what that is but they're all pros in their own right they enter all the, the pro competitions um, and are all part of this uh, MLP competition. Um, so those, those people that are coming are Lee Whitewell or Lee Whitwell sorry should I say, uh, Susanna Barr, Andre Riley Ryla De Hart. Megan fudge and Rob nunnery now Rob nunnery also co hosts a, a, a podcast called uh, it feels right um in the US um so'd um, be good to to talk to him too um the pros are not only playing in the event um that's something that that's just the great coup for um for the English open to be able to Uh, Encourage these people to come along to kind of help raise the profile of the game in in the UK But they're also putting on some clicks uh, on the Thursday and Friday Unfortunately, I was just not fast enough on the button to to get myself registered for that Um, There's uh, on Friday. It was difficult for me because I don't know what my schedule is for the singles yet so I couldn't really pick a a time and on Thursday um, It got booked out, so I went on the wait list, but I don't expect to kind of get get any uh, any joy out of that but um, yeah, they, are, they have clinics there, which is fantastic to get like some you know, some experience um, or some advice from, from pros. Um, they're also running a play with a pro event, which is uh, awesome, which I, I did manage to register on. Um, and you get to play a best of three games match with a pro player. Um, so there'll be a pro player on each side of the net and then a, a normal person uh, who will be partnered with them. Um, To play in a in a three uh, a best of three match game uh, three games match so um, you know get a decent amount of time uh, playing with the pro but I'm just really really excited to have a front row seat on the court seeing a professional player at work Um, so that will be happening tomorrow wow tomorrow I didn't even really acknowledge that's happening so soon but um, that'll be awesome. Uh, I guess the other thing worth mentioning is also a next next generation tournament, um, which uh, will be featuring next generation junior players from uh, different countries around the world, in a team fat uh, team format. Also, uh, that will be similar to the MLP, um, as I mentioned previously. So uh, that should be exciting to see some of the you know the young players, who are, you know really up and coming. Um, there is also on Friday on Sunday there's a junior event. Uh, and a wheelchair event um, uh, as part of the the entire event as well. So um, it's definitely packed full uh, with things that are going on. I think the days run between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Uh, luckily, even if you get quite far in the competition, um, then you don't have to be there all day. They've kind of stay staggered the event. So I think you'd end up being like coming for the morning or coming for the afternoon evening and it will kind of work a little bit more like that way. But um, I, I know that they didn't expect to uh, have so many people, but luckily the Telford International Centre can accommodate it. I think they only planned originally to have uh, two of the halls hired out there and they've actually ended up hiring all three halls that are available at the venue. Um, which just meant they had to run really long days as well to kind of uh, fit everybody in. So it will be interesting to see what they're going to do next year if they're expecting a, you know further growth. Uh, they're probably going to have to find a, a bigger venue. Um, Guess, uh, last thing to mention is that spectators are allowed if you're, if you're free over the, over the next few days and you fancy watching some some pickleball and some pros at work then you're allowed to spectate um, at the event for free but you have to go ahead and register on the Pickleball England website so mm-hmm. if you head over there and register um, then you can turn up on, on one of the those and, and kind of be part of the event even if you're not playing. Um, so my plan. Right now is to record a video diary every day of the event, of the event um, to give you a flavour, you know, as it unfolds. Um, it'll be rough and ready, as I don't expect to have a lot of time for editing or anything. But you know, I'll record a longer video when I'm back, kind of recapping uh, the entire event. But you know, hopefully, I can kind of um, bring some of the excitement and buzz from around the event um, to. To, to this uh, this show so that you can I can kind of share it with you. And, and hopefully it'll give you some encouragement to kind of uh, register for next year if you haven't already, uh, or if you're not planning to already, or hadn't even heard of the event until now. Um, so that's it. I think uh, another short one uh, here right now. I just wanted to kind of give a little prelude to the English Open um, ahead of tomorrow when it all begins. So um, with that said, um, thanks for tuning in.